Welcome to the Race with Jesus podcast, 10 minutes every day where life of Jesus meets yours. You've got your daily Bible reading today from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians 5. Concerning the times and dates, brothers, there is no need to write to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When people are saying peace and security, destruction will suddenly come on them like labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will certainly not escape. But you, brothers, are not in the dark, so that this day takes you by surprise like a thief, for you are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not sleep like everyone else, but rather let us remain alert and sober. To be sure, those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. You see, God did not appoint us for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as you also are doing. Brothers, we ask you to take note of those who work hard among you, who exercise leadership over you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love on account of their work. Live at peace with each other. We also encourage you, brothers, to admonish those who are idle, encourage those who are discouraged, help those who are weak, and be patient with everyone. See to it that no one repays evil with evil, but instead always strive to do good to each other and to everyone else. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not extinguish the Spirit, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test everything, hold on to the good, keep away from every kind of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Brothers, pray for us. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. I put you under oath to the Lord to read this letter to all the holy brothers. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. This is the word of our God. Paul again takes up one of the primary themes of 1 Thessalonians and indeed 2 Thessalonians, the topic of end times. And biblically speaking, you understand, and um, perhaps you remember, that end times is basically this entire period of time between the ascension and the second coming of Jesus Christ. We are living in the end times. The day of Pentecost already took place in the end times. And if you think back to Acts chapter 2, and when Peter talks about that prophecy of Joel, He's basically saying that all the signs of the end have been fulfilled and that all we were waiting for is the return of Jesus. And so there's this sense of urgency for the Christian, urgency because we realize that there are there are things that we can do today that we don't want to put off until tomorrow. There are people that we can talk to today that we might not have the chance to tomorrow. And that's kind of a thought exercise. So we'll just pause there for a second and um if you knew, if you knew today was the last day of this world, what would you do? Would you, you know, empty out your bank account? Would you go skydiving? What would you do? Would you finally, you know, jet set around the world? Um, maybe, maybe let's say you knew that you had a week before the return or before the end of the, the end of the world. What would you do? 
Would you call that loved one? Would you cuddle your kids? And, um, and maybe this section and our discussion to this point already tips the hand a little bit. What would you do? Would you speak up to that person that you've had on your mind and you've prayed about? Would you talk to that friend? Would you speak up to that parent or that relative who used to go to church but has fallen out of it? Or to that person who finds himself or herself ensnared in unrepentant sin? You know, the situation, the one that you've been ignoring and that makes everybody uncomfortable, especially around holidays. Oh boy, what would you do if you knew that that a week from now was the day that Jesus was returning? Because that's the urgency we live under. He could come a week from now. He could come today. That would be awesome. That would be wonderful. If Jesus came right now and put an end to the sin and death and pain of this world, and he took us to the eternal joys of heaven, oh my goodness, what a wonderful day. What a glorious day. But we live in that expectation every day. Paul here in 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians, he writes with this end times urgency to say, dear friend, don't get, don't get worried about the end times. Don't be deluded by false ideas about the end times. But keep in mind that the times are coming soon. He makes reference to it in every single chapter here in 1 Thessalonians and pretty much all of 2 Thessalonians as well. Why? Because he knows, first of all, that it's easy for us to get distracted. Uh, secondly, it's easy for us to get discouraged. Thirdly, we might worry about it, especially if there's not a proper understanding of it. Um, There are many Christians, even today, that don't have a proper understanding of the end of times, that don't have a proper understanding of Judgment Day, and they're wringing their hands looking at all the details of, of modern history and saying, oh, is this a fulfillment? Is that a fulfillment? There are even Christians, some of whom, you know, perhaps you or I know or love, even Christians that we know who are being deluded and led astray by these silly conspiracy theories that have no grounding in fact, being led astray by, by preposterous applications of people, you know, searching through the book of Revelation, trying to find something that they can have certainty with because they have so much uncertainty about the end of times, about the last days, about Judgment Day itself. And so they they basically look at the, the news headlines of today and then start paging through the book of Revelation and saying, oh, maybe, maybe this is the sign that we're looking for and maybe that is the detail that applies here. And Paul writes here very specifically in 1 Thessalonians 5, concerning dates and times, We don't have to write to you. You know that the day of the Lord is coming like a thief in the night. It's going to be coming like a surprise. People are saying peace and security, or people are saying success and prosperity, and destruction will come on them suddenly. Suddenly, like labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will certainly not escape. Um, The destruction is going to come, yes, suddenly. And once the labor pains start, if you've ever, if you've ever been pregnant or um, or been at a birth, then you know that as the contractions start, that 
once they get going, they're not going to stop. There's only going to be one way that this is going to end, and that's with the birth of a baby. And what a beautiful moment. But there's going to be a lot of pain and a lot of strife between now and then, a lot of work, a lot of labor. And so Paul says, you are not in the dark so that this day takes you by surprise. Even though the day is coming like a, like a thief in the night, don't be surprised because he's told you about it. God, God has told us about it. And so verse eight, since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, the hope of salvation as a helmet, because the coming of Jesus at the end of time isn't going to mean wrath and destruction for you. The coming of Jesus at the end of time is the fulfillment, the eternal salvation for you and me. The, the fact that if Jesus came today, if Jesus came today, today would be your last day dealing with arthritis. Today would be your last day dealing with shame. Today would be your last day of life in a world of pain and worry. And today would be the first day when your life and your body would be completely purged of sin and glorified to stand before God in righteousness and purity forever. And if you knew that day is today, if you knew that day were today, who would you talk to? That day might be today. That day still might be 20 years away. But we live in the day. We live with sober understanding that the day of the Lord is coming soon. And so who is it that, that you need to talk to? That, you've been, that person that you've been putting off because it would be awkward. That conversation that you've been delaying on because, well, they've got their own understanding of things. And, and it kind of puts me, you know, what if they think I'm crazy? What if they, what if they don't see how much I really care about them. And what if they don't want to talk to me again? What if, what if I say the wrong thing? The day of the Lord is coming like a thief in the night. Paul says, you know that very well, but you are not in the dark so that this day takes you by surprise like a thief for you are all sons and daughters of the light and of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So dear friend, how can you live like a child of the light today? How can you demonstrate um, in word that you care about people so much that even if it's awkward, you'd rather, you'd rather have an awkward conversation with them now than see them end up in eternity later? How can you live in such a way that your, your mind is focused on heaven and you're in the back of your mind or in the forefront of your mind is the reality that Jesus will be coming soon like a thief in the night. It's going to be a surprise and it's going to be a glorious surprise. But how can you live as somebody who has been declared righteous, clothed in the righteousness of Christ and somebody who has been called to lead a holy life as a child of light and a child of the day with an understanding? that this world is temporary, but pretty soon we're going to be entering eternity forever. 
Thanks so much for joining us here at the Raised with Jesus podcast. Be sure to tune in this Saturday for our Thirsty episode, as well as the second installment of our interview with Professor Mark Poustian on the topic of doubt and faith and apologetics. And I want to thank you for subscribing. If you haven't already, um, download the Podbean app and hit subscribe. Finally, if you have somebody that you know of who would benefit from a podcast like this, a podcast might be a simple way to say, hey, here's a little bit of encouragement for your day. Why don't you give this a listen? God bless your day.